Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked on Cardinals. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. Thank you to everybody who listens. We've got a jammed pod today. A jammed podcast today. Patrick Peterson irrationally put me off yesterday with a lot of his comments. We've got a two-minute blooper reel, I guess you could say, from um, his podcast with Brian McFadden. He went off on the Arizona Cardinals organization in a myriad ways yesterday. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, follow the podcast and locked on AZ cards. Thank you to everybody who listens, who subscribed on YouTube. We are a quarter of the way to a thousand subscribers in under two months. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Continue to click the like button, subscribe, tell your friends, um, especially if they like to watch rather than listen. Um, Bo, not only is Patrick Peterson under the spotlight, Madden ratings have come out and damn it. They're weird again. Uh, spoiler alert, Aaron Donald's a 99 for the fifth straight year, part of the 99 club. Where does DeAndre Hopkins rank? Where does Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt rank? We're kind of starting to see a little bit of the narrative surrounding J.J. Watt and the numbers in video games, rankings, etc. It's pretty interesting. Hopefully, it could translate to the field. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com. So we went live yesterday. We couldn't hold it in. Patrick Peterson went bonkers on his podcast with his cousin, Brian McFadden, and said a lot of interesting things about the Arizona Cardinals organization from signing of J.J. Watt to Steve Keim to his thoughts on Chandler Jones. Bo Brock, my trusty co-host, put together a two-minute reel. I'll call it a blooper reel. If we have Benny Hill to play underneath it, we could. Uh, Bo, why don't you play that and take it away with your thoughts immediately after? Yeah, see if you can stomach this for the next two minutes and six seconds. It's uh, it's the meat. Of I'm going to take Pat- a nap. Yeah, P2 was uh, on his podcast, the All Things Covered podcast, and uh, he was just, uh, I-, I don't know if it was an impromptu conversation. He didn't seem like he was loaded up with all the facts. We'll kind of uh, break that down after you hear P- Patrick Peterson speak. You can find the quotes at Lockdown AZ Cards. You can find it on my Twitter account, B-O-B- B-R-A-C-K. Here's what Patrick Peterson had to say. This is on the latest episode of the All Things Covered, the Minnesota Vikings cornerback, talking about his former team. He means a lot to the organization, clearly, but Pat P, man, hey, do you think he will nothing. get traded? That don't mean nothing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he means so much to the organization, but hell, you never know, you never know what that team going to do. Um, hey, my thing the- is, though, Matt, mm-hmm. tell me this. How is, like, obviously, this league is always about productivity, right? Yep. Who build football teams? Who, who uh, like, who in charge of building the football the team? The GM. Oh, okay. All right. The GM. And yep. uh, what he did lately? Say it again? And what did he do lately? What did he do lately? Yeah. The GM for the Cardinals? Yeah. Shoot. He, he, he brought in J.J. Uh, Watt. No, I'm talking about I'm talking about the record. It's all about what you have done lately. Oh, his the draft hasn't really been good. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, the, the, the draft, the Cardinals draft hasn't so been. How really come good. coaches are always on the hot seat, but, but GMs, GMs are not? Yeah, that's kind of weird to me, huh? Mm. Well, I can tell you this much: the Cardinals paid JJ Watt twenty-eight million this offseason. I think that might have rubbed Chandler Jones. And the wrong I always way. think it's so weird for for them to always take care of other. I mean, it's not nothing wrong with taking care of other guys, but you don't take care of the guys. That, take, and, come on, man! And I told Chandler this. Because I've seen it time at the time at the time at the time again. I said Chandler, if you play your last year out, you know, if, the, if you don't get a new deal with one, uh, you know, get the deal that you want going into the season, start looking for a new team player. Hey, but I'm not, I'm not surprised because they, wow. you know, they always find a way to, you know, take care of the the offensive guys. But like, I, I don't know why defensive guys always get looked upon the way that they do in that organization. It just, yeah. it just weird to me. It, you know what I mean? My thing yeah. is you got to have – most good GMs have a five- to ten-year plan. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they have that there. Woof. To quote my close friend, Bo Brock, woof. Okay, so, Bo, I went on mine yesterday. You go on yours today. You tell me that – hodgepodge of i guess you know thoughts I, I don't know what do you think i think patrick peterson is one of the most insecure stars I've, I've seen in a long time and as far as petty goes and i saw that word thrown around around a lot yesterday in reference to patrick peterson absolutely so there's two things to take into consideration or there's two points that can be made at the same time right and it doesn't mean that you're you're right or wrong they can both be true one Steve Keim probably shouldn't be the Cardinals' uh, general manager right now. He That's shouldn't have made it this far, right? Patrick Peterson is correct. As far as how Patrick Peterson discusses himself and now Chandler Jones's uh, contract extension or his, his current situation, Patrick Peterson is completely wrong. And then if you look at all the facts that he tried to bring to the table, they're – they're not facts. They're incorrect. When he says, you know, you even mentioned in that, and I and I cut it out of there that he he said, wasn't JJ Watt injured all of last year? Wasn't he injury play? It's like, well, if you're gonna come in, you're gonna talk like this, and you're gonna put an organization on blast. Have have everything in place. Now we're the Lockdown Cardinals podcast. We come and we've got our receipts. When he says that this organization doesn't take care of their own, that's completely false. Now, does this organization, just like all 31 other organizations in the NFL, do they look at like older players and try to figure out, you know, do we pay this guy, do we keep him, or do we move off of him, get younger? It's a cap league. You can't just pay everybody. And uh, I, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like Patrick Peterson has a good concept of the business side of this game. He just has a, a concept of, oh, players need to be paid. And, and if they, he said it during the podcast – Look, if their performance shows that they should be paid, they should be paid their market value no matter what their contract is. So when you play poorly, what is does the organization get back to go back to the negotiating table? This organization has paid Patrick Peterson, made him one of the highest paid corners in the league. Chandler Jones was in the conversation as far as uh, the highest paid pass rushers in the league. Tyron Matthew was paid handsomely. That didn't work out. Buda Baker, before Justin Simmons, was the highest paid safety. That's on just on the defensive side of the football. Adrian Wilson was paid. Darnell Dockett was paid. Jordan Hicks it's, was paid when he came over. It's, yeah, it's just 
false. Yeah. And it's just it's it's petty and it's just a jilted, you know, scorned lover that uh did not get a contract sent his way this offseason and he's butthurt about it. Yeah, and you don't want to piss new father Bo Brock off. You know, <laughs> I mean he's 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 his sleep intake has split in half. Okay. Um Gray Brock is ruining that portion of his life, but obviously enriching others. You do not want to piss off Bo at this point of his life and being a father with, you know, about a month in. The NFL is different, as Bo mentioned, obviously, than every other sport. Baseball, you get paid for past performance. Basketball, you get paid for every performance. And the NFL, you get paid for current performance. So when you look at guys like Patrick Peterson, like, where's my money? You just got it for the last five years. You got you got 40 plus mil guaranteed, right? You were the yeah. highest paid guy in foot in highest paid corner in football after Richard Sherman got paid. When Richard Sherman was the best corner in football, you got paid more than he did. Okay. So just because the contract ran out doesn't mean that you were disrespected. And I don't understand why you look like look at Xavier Howard. Xavier Howard got paid the correct amount for his output last season. He did. And now it's like, oh no, you're going to get the same amount moving forward. I deserve more. No, that's not how it works. You continue that, then you get paid you get paid your current contract just like Patrick Peterson did. So that's what irrationally pisses me off about this is when it comes about, when it comes to the money. You got paid your contract when you were playing well. You weren't playing well and you still got overpaid for the last couple of years of that deal. That was not a good business move for the Cardinals for those last two seasons because you wanted out, you cheated, and then you underperformed. Where is the disconnect? Alex Lancy, Barbrock, Locked On Cardinals. We're going to continue this conversation. And a little disclaimer for the Patrick Peterson truthers out there. This in no way is diminishing what he did for the organization through 2017. No way whatsoever. He's one of the best corners to ever garner the jersey, but that does not mean just because he was at one point means we're talking about it the same way now. There's That's where the disconnect is that people aren't understanding. Coming up next, we're going to continue this. We'll put a button on it for now because we can talk about this in perpetuity. We're going to talk about Madden ratings because it's fun and it pissed DeAndre Hopkins off, which is awesome for us. Alex Nancy, Bo Brock, Locked on Cardinals. We'll be right back. But Bo... If there were odds on Patrick Peterson's ability to not be petty from here through the end of the 2021 season, you say no, and you just rake the house, right? Yeah, there's just not a it's not a good bet. I mean, as far as the odds are concerned, you're not going to make you know that much in your return as far as that bet's concerned. But you can throw down there is some decent wagers to be made as early as today. Major League Baseball. The season, obviously, it's the dog days of summer. It's in full swing. And there's some bets out there that you could make that you could build your stack for the football season. And look, the fastest, easiest way to do that, bet online. Not only do they have all the best wagers you can make, all the action you could ask for, but also they've got news, information. They even have sign-up bonuses. Like right now, if you go to betonline.ag and you sign up your, your first account, you'll get a sign-up welcome bonus, 50%. So if you put in 100 bucks, you get 50 free dollars on top of what you put in. So you get $150, 50 of which you didn't even have to put in, and you can build your stack. Fastest, easiest way to build your stack. BetOnline.ag right now. Go to the website. Get your sign-up bonus. Build the stack for the NFL season. You've got a game that you even bet on next, se- next week. 
the Hall of Fame game. Dallas Cowboys minus one or plus one against the Pittsburgh Steelers. The total right now is 34. That's a pretty small total for some backup defenders being in there, but who knows? Maybe they feel, feel like they can't score the football next week. We'll see. You like the over? Get in there right now. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Second segment, Locked on Cardinals. Uh, whew. This is fun. Like, how how do we get so so players report or uh, veterans report to camp today? We had Chandler Jones on Monday, Patrick Peterson today. It's all happening, isn't it, Hair? Like, I mean, things are the the return of locked on Cardinals season couldn't have started with a more fun arc, I guess you could say. Um, the Monday and Tuesday were very different. You don't wish this uh fallout from Chandler Jones after this season, regardless of what happens. Um, but it just puts things into perspective on Patrick Peterson thinking that he was tolerated and not appreciated yeah. when he was here from, from an, a much earlier podcast before I, that was before he signed or right when he signed with Minnesota. What's let's, let's talk about the multi-million dollar question here. Patrick Peterson, obviously played through his contract to the end of it, right? He played through the 2020 season. He had free agency. He was talking about how he's told Chandler Jones multiple times, say, hey, if you don't get a new deal before your final year, might as well be start looking for a new team right now. Here's the multi-million dollar question. For teams to approach players like this, guys in these unique situations where they're getting long in the tooth, their production, you don't know where it is. You don't know what the sustainability is. And, and if, if it's worthy of all the guaranteed dollars in a cap league, is it worth keeping these guys who are unhappy, letting them play the final year, or do you just cut bait immediately? Do you just try to get whatever assets you can in return for them and say, look, if you're not going to be happy here, you're not going to be a cancer to our locker room. Like, what, what's the solution? Or what's, what have you seen? Because I can tell you what, it's interesting to hear Patrick Peterson talk about the Arizona Cardinals organization like this. And then, like, if he ever went, he would not survive New England. New England, I mean, they would have cut bait on Patrick Peterson three seasons ago. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's interesting with Chandler Jones because he's a completely different case study than Patrick Peterson. He was traded here. He wasn't drafted. People didn't know really know who he was. Unless you watched Patriots, unless you were really ingrained in football, you didn't know who Jamie Collins and Chandler Jones were. They just happened to be one of the best duos in football. Yeah, I mean, they were playing on the biggest stage, though. I mean, right. you saw them- but, it, but it's not like, as for a casual sports fan, when a player gets drafted top 10 and he performs right away, it's like, okay, I love this player. And that was Patrick Peterson. He was immediately ingratiated into the Cardinals organization because he was drafted top 10. Chandler Jones was traded for a second-round pick. Kind of who is this guy here? He's really good. And then he puts up numbers and people love him, but it's not organic. It wasn't 100% organic, even though it seems like it now because he's been with them for a long time. What you can do with this, and, and to answer your point succinctly, the best play you're going to get from a player is during a contract year. So you can use the situation, regardless of his age, to your advantage. Maybe he doesn't play well for the first half of the season. Then you trade him, try and get a, a third-round pick for him. You know, with no real a guarantee that the team you trade him to is going to sign long term. But what I think is going to happen is he's going to play really well this year, and then you're going to come to a situation that's a good situation to have, but it's going to be a situation nonetheless. Because I don't think, and we've mentioned that Steve Kime's not extending him. 
right. with bad business. And, right. and after all this. Well, and touching on one last thing that we talked about this going live when we did it yesterday afternoon. The one person that should get credit for the last three years is Steve Kime. Three to five to eight. Steve Kime should get credit, even though he put them in the three hole. He should get credit for the growth since drafting Kyler Murray. He, he yeah, needs, it, he's the only one that should get credit. And it's it's interesting. I mean, there are a lot of moves that can make uh, general managers look terrible, and then there's a lot of moves that can make general managers look uh, look brilliant. Competent. I mean, just look Jason Light in Tampa Bay. Yeah. I mean, this is the guy that drafted the kicker in the second round. He drafted a kicker in the second round of the NFL draft, and the kicker didn't even—he wasn't even good. So, look, I mean, and that, and he gets Bruce Arians to come join him, and then he gets Tom Brady. You know, I mean, and Jason Light can do no wrong now. He's—he re-signs all the players. They're running it back on like we've ever seen as far as a Super Bowl winning team. And then there's Steve Kime who could do no wrong. He was churning the roster when Bruce Arians came. It, it's like. It, anybody who's put in a, in a in a in a position to succeed, they're going to succeed. And then trying to figure out and re you know invent yourself like he had to do in 2018, he failed. He failed, and he's trying to figure it back out. And we'll see where he goes. Uh, unfortunately, he's going to make some veteran players unhappy with some of the decision, the tough football decisions that you have to make. But he's just going to have to do that. One thing I will say though. As we sit here on the day that the veterans report to training camp, Arizona Cardinals, oh my God. I mean, this is taking away from our celebration this week, Alex, yeah. is that this this is not dysfunction with this within the Arizona Cardinals organization. This is not an indictment on the organization. This is a disgruntled former player, and this is Chandler Jones trying to create any kind of leverage to get a big deal. It's his, it's his hail, this is his Hail Murray. To, hey, can I get some? Uh, can I get some financial security beyond the 2021 season? That, that's it. It doesn't mean that, like all 31 other organizations go through this. The Cardinals just happen to have it going on publicly. But I think if you were to talk to Kyler Murray, if you talk to DeAndre Hopkins, if you talk to any of the team guys coming in the camp today, they're ready to go as far as the season is concerned. I think some people are losing sight of that. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, we have plenty of time to um, rejoice. You know. Uh, I think this is more fun to talk about personally. I mean, yeah, like, I mean, it's just a great, like, this is, this is a cautionary tale for the Cardinals because you don't want this to happen in-house in a player in the middle of his contract. Like, you don't want this to happen with DeAndre Hopkins. You don't want this to happen with Rodney Hudson or Kyler Murray or, you know, or anybody like that. And I don't think, like, Buda Baker's going to be a Cardinal for life. You can pretty much just say that he's going to be a Cardinal for the majority of his career. You hope that DeAndre Hopkins retires an Arizona Cardinal. You know, Kyler Murray, same thing. With Patrick Peterson, he got two contracts with the Cardinals, and he got paid handsomely. Not every Nobody's going to get paid like Larry Fitzgerald got paid. Larry Fitzgerald is an icon. He's, there's like three of him in NFL history, you know? And one of them, none of them, played for the same team like he did for his entire career. And there's a report out from a source, I guess, that says that Larry Fitzgerald's going to return for his 18th season, according to his sources in the front office. Take it with a grain of salt. He also Who's said that Kyler that? doesn't. The guy that said that Kyler doesn't work out in the offseason. Alex Lancy Bulbrock, Locked On Cardinals. Coming up next, Madden. Let's take a little break, okay? We're going to talk about this forever. Let's take a little break. Madden rankings are out for wide receivers and pass rushers, and it's fun as hell, and we're going to talk about it next. First, rockauto.com. Um, I need... 
so there's a couple of things I need for my car. Uh, paint is next. And I think I'm going to buy my stuff from Rock Auto and then take it to my dude that I trust because rockauto.com, it, it's got everything you need from your fingertips on your computer. Go to rockauto.com. They're a family-owned business. They've been around for 20 years. Their prices are reliably low. I sound like a broken record, and it's but it's true. I mean, just because you hear it a lot doesn't mean it's changed. Whether it's for your daily driver or your weekend convertible, um, they've got you covered. And it doesn't matter if you're not a manufacturer. You're not going to get upcharged like other places might because you're not buying in bulk. Go to rockauto.com. And it's easy. You don't have to go to a chain storefront. You don't have to ask questions. You can just search in the search bar. Go to rockauto.com, right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. All right. Final segment. Alex Clancy Bobrock. Follow him at Bob Rock. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Thank you to everybody who listens. Please go like, subscribe on YouTube. Um, yeah, big things are coming. I'm excited that it's Cardinal season. We're 47 days away from week one. That, like, we did it. We're there. It's like when, you know, it's, it's like we're going to get here soon in Phoenix. It's like September 1st. It's like, okay, we're almost out of the heat. You can see the light at the end of the tunnel. And you can see the light at the end of the tunnel for the offseason for the Cardinals. Obviously, there's meaningful football that will be played in a handful of weeks. And um, yeah, we're here for it. So Madden Rings came out for wide receivers and defensive linemen um, and linebackers. But the Cardinals are only a part of wide receivers and defensive linemen rankings. And um, they're pretty high up towards the top as Bo puts the graphic up. Thanks, graphic guy. DeAndre Hopkins is second. Devontae Adams is the only 99 receiver pissed DeAndre Hopkins off. Fantastic. I want DeAndre Hopkins as vindictive and pissed off as possible going into this season. You know? Because I feel like if we had him on this podcast, and we can't because the Cardinals don't do that, um, he would say that he was underutilized last year. 1,400 yards receiving, 114 receptions, 160 targets, you could have put a two in front of the first and last of those numbers. 2,000 yards receiving, 200 targets. I mean, you could because there's nobody else to throw the ball to. And the fact that he was on inside the 10-yard line on the left side of the field for the majority of the season, you know, it's it, it wasn't ideal. Bo, 98 is about right for Hopkins. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to I think it's pretty accurate. That's for sure. Yeah, the uh, speed's not there. The speed's right. not there. That's why he's not a 99. Yeah, no doubt about it. He, he needs to, uh, you know, as far as the speed's concerned, it's nothing that he's going to be able to improve in the next, in his to finish his career, no doubt about it. But, you know, as far as the 99 catch, he's going to have that for sure. Uh, and, and that's not going to go anywhere. So I, I I like that. He's got a chip on his shoulder. If he can create it any way he can, go do it. Uh, but as far as him, I, I'm completely content with where he is. Now, and then I, I love where the pass rushers are. This is a come on, man. Put them up. Put them up. So uh, I think that they are fourth and fifth, tied for fourth, respectively, Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt. Should J.J. Watt be that high? Yeah, I don't know about that. I'm, I'm trying to see <laughs> how he got up to a 94. I, I was pretty shocked to see that. Uh, when you look at what, you know, would boost a, a guy like that, you know, power moves and finesse moves and as far as his pursuit, it's all up there in the high 90s. Yeah. So 
everything you need from from your pass rusher. He's got high ratings. So, I mean, the biggest thing about J.J. Watt, can he stay healthy? Can he, can, he, can he do it? Does he have the endurance at his age to do it, play in and play out through a game? I mean, if he can play like a 94, Arizona Cardinals got a steal. Yeah, but if if those if those numbers are accurate, the Cardinals are going to finish with a top ten defense, regardless of the, regardless of the corners. What do you think? Uh, I mean, and I think Chandler Jones coming off the bicep injury, the one sack in five games. I mean, I those are some pretty. I, I would have put those guys. I I didn't think that they were going to crack ninety. I don't know if that's going to piss off Cardinals yeah. fans, but I, I would be eighty nines. I mean, I think Chandler Jones probably would have been a low nineties, ninety one, yeah. ninety two. I mean, he's still you know the most sacks since he's come to the Cardinals in the NFL. Like. He's got the numbers, regardless of if he was playing last year or not. It wasn't like he played and had five sacks. You know, he, he was out. So with J.J. Watt, like, I think some of that, he gets, you know, a boost, like a point, like a 3% boost for name recognition, you know? Right. But, like, cool. He's on the Cardinals. Like, you know, it's it's one of those where it's like, if he, if he wasn't on the squad, like, well, that's stupid. He's on the squad. Yeah, I'll take it. Any bounce you can take. So, I mean, the biggest ones are going to be, it's the two guys that continue to get disrespected. Like, I, I am curious to see yeah. Tyler, of course, because yep. what was and he, seven last yeah. year in Budapest. Buda yeah. Because those are guys that, uh, you know, as far as the national perception of those guys, they, they get it wrong a lot. So, it, it'll be interesting. And it, hell, if those guys are appropriately rated, the Cardinals might be the, the biggest beast in Madden to play with. Well, so you look at let's let's take Kyler first. Kyler is probably going to be an 84, 83. And I think that's about right. So when you so so go with me here. So narrative wise, he can't throw intermediate passes. That's the narrative. So that's going to be like a 65. Okay. His speed is going to be a 93 or 94. His accuracy is going to be there. His deep ball is going to be there. His awareness is going to be there. But I feel like the intermediate pass is going to dip him. I, I I would be shocked if he's above an 85. I would be shocked just for the national narrative. I think where he uh, really suffered his rating last year, if, if I'm not mistaken. Durability. His, his awareness, his durability, and his uh, maybe his deep ball accuracy was okay. incorrect. So if that goes up and, and pair that with his athleticism, and, I mean, the same thing. He's kind of in the same like realm or tier of Michael Vick to where, you know, his Madden player might actually be better than the actual player himself. And that's, that's saying a lot, but like, I just don't know when you have that speed, it's crazy, but I don't know if his speed's going to be like a 99, like Michael Vick was a 99. I'm sure Lamar Jackson's like a 97 speed, right? You know, like, I don't think Kyler gets that recognition. All I know is Buda Baker's not going to have the same speed as DK Metcalf. That's, That's true. At least he didn't <laughs> lose the. At least they didn't win the ESPY. At least I didn't win the ESPY. I think I can find the uh, the DK Metcalf speed, and you can then you can kind of just uh, subtract and figure yeah. out where your boy Buddha Baker goes because yeah, they have right. the they have all the wide receivers out, right? I think so. so. Yeah, I mean, with with Buddha, I don't know what he was last year. I feel like he'll be at a ninety. Like I don't think that he's gonna get. 95 or like Jamal Adams will always be ranked higher than Buda Baker in video games. Yeah. Cause he can do so much more in a video game that, I mean, you don't have to cover in a video game. You just go get the quarterback. I think they just had, I think they just had the, uh, the nineties or the top 10 wide receivers. So they don't have DK Metcalf on there. So you can take that as a, as a knock or not. And they have the, uh, the rookie wide receivers on there already, like Jalen Waddle and 
Devontae Smith and Jamar Chase, which is interesting. The two Alabama guys are ranked a little bit ahead of Jamar Chase, who is the number one wide receiver off the board. Didn't play last year. That's really the only reason why I would assume. Get 20 touchdowns for the best college football team of all time. Two years ago. You know? You think A.J. Green's going to be good this year, and he hasn't I been do. good longer than that. Oh, <laughs> so different. That's my nostalgia. Alex Fancy Bobrock, Locked On Cardinals. Um, we're going to continue the Patrick Peterson conversation. We Like, we could talk for two and a half hours today. I just Let's save some content. Chandler Jones is going to be something to monitor after uh, the first day where veterans report today for the Cardinals. We're getting there. It's getting yep. close. We're going to be along the ride with you. Alex Nancy Barbara, Locked on Cardinals. We'll talk to you tomorrow.